Welcome to the Small Business Big Mindset Podcast, where we dive into tactical strategies to grow your business and to make an impact on this world. A huge part of success is keeping your mindset and vision on track. So this is a major part of our process and this podcast. Let's do this. Hey, Erin here. Welcome to the Small Business Big Mindset Podcast. This week, we have Erica Marie with Erica's Steals and Finds. Erica, thanks so much for taking the time to chat with us. Hi, thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited. I have been wanting to talk to you. Like, so Erica and I are part of the same group, um, Social Curator, and it's basically a group that Jasmine Starr, who's um, an amazing entrepreneur uh, herself, uh, put together for um, to help really to help entrepreneurs grow their businesses, mostly through social media and strategy there. So um, Erica is super impressive with what she's built so far. But before we dive into all of that, can you just let us know a little bit about you and your background? Sure. I am a mom of four boys. I've actually been a parent almost my whole adult life. I'm 41 (laughs) and I had my first kid at 19. Mm. So um, about two years ago, my little one was going to go to school full time. And it was my first time in my whole adult life not having a kid home at least half day. And I had kind of lost myself. I needed to do something to find myself. And that's kind of how I started my group. Awesome. So um, tell us a little bit about your group, Erica Steals and Finds, and um, you know how you came up with it and kind of like the just the basis of it. So my group just started with about 40 women, and I used to post Amazon deals. And I became an Amazon affiliate, and I kept getting thrown out of the program because I was kind of making it up as I went along. <laughs> <laughs> I was learning for myself. I had no one to teach me. First, I put Amazon in the name, found out you're not allowed to do that. I had deals in the name, found out Facebook isn't like that. So basically, it just started with like a Facebook post asking my friends who wants to join an Amazon deals group. Okay, very events, cool. And we just spread. That's amazing. So so for people who don't know, um, Erica's group is now over 45,000 members. So um, beyond impressive. So basically what you post, tell us like the mechanics of it. So you, you post um, Amazon deals or other deals. How does it work? So basically I post all kinds of deals I find on the internet. It started with Amazon, but I do everything from Walmart to Nordstrom. What makes our group different is I wanted a safe place for women to feel comfortable being themselves. So I saw lots of people who do this, there's huge influencers on Instagram. And as someone who felt like she'd lost herself going on Instagram and seeing these perfect looking 25 year olds with immaculate houses and their hair combed every day, just was like, (laughs) it was different for me. So our group is about the deals, but that's what people come for. They come for the deals, but they stay for our community. And our community is all about being kindness, love, um, friendship. I've made some of my best friends in there. And we have 45,000 women and zero drama. There's no drama. If someone posts anything that's rude, I instantly block them. But that's probably happened like four times in two years. So it is all about like being kind and appreciating herself and deals. So we'll have someone and she'll tell us that she wore shorts for the first time in like years because our group encouraged her. I'm a size 12, 14, and most people who do what I do are size two. Mm. 
So it's all about self-love and acceptance with deals thrown in. (laughs) (laughs) It sounds like heaven. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, we need so much more of that. I just feel like there's so much negativity uh, out there and so much so much judgment out there, especially now um, with everything that's that's going on. Um, so how how did you grow your business? My goodness, like where did you find these amazing women? It just started with forty, and then people just started adding their friends, and I kind of just tried to give value instead of just posting like here's a shirt, it's twelve dollars. I try to do a lot of real pictures. I try to be funny. I try to be relatable. Um, And people out of themselves. And then I do um, giveaways. This is my biggest giveaway because Facebook's kind of difficult. Facebook does not like deal groups because we take you out of Facebook. Mm. So we have to start to think outside the box. So I do a lot of giveaways. If you add your friends, you get entered into the giveaway. Um, they range from $10 to $100. And right now we're doing a $500 one. Wow. Which is a little intimidating for me. Um, but yeah, Facebook's just not showing my posts. So I have to be a little bit creative with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I hear that. And do you ever, have you ever had to use like digital ads or is it really just mostly post through your group? I have a public page and every now and then I'll boost an ad. Mm-hmm. But for me personally, that hasn't been helpful. Also, I haven't researched it, so I'm probably not even doing it right. But mostly everything is word of mouth. Wow. And so what is the cadence of your posting? Do you post a few times a day or how does that work? We probably post 50 times a day. Wow. Sometimes like when it's prime day or something big, it can go even to like 90. Oh my gosh. <laughs> But because of Facebook algorithm, some people will only see five posts. Mm-hmm. So it's definitely one of those tricky. I do have assistance. I do get help. Um, so it's not just me doing it all. I kind of burnt out for a while. Um, and I have help. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. And so you started out affiliate-wise, you started out with Amazon. Is that right? Yeah. I started off with Amazon. And then um, I noticed other people were posting from this website called Jane, which I thought was super cool. I love it. It's kind of like a boutique kind of site. Yeah, they have cute stuff. I really, yeah, I love Jane. Um, and then after that, there's a program. I don't know if you want me to go into this. They have, yeah. um, it's called Shop Style. There's also Reward Style, which Instagram knower, Instagram people use it as like to know it, the like to know app. Mm-hmm. Um, Shop Style is kind of like an umbrella. And they make relationships with all the other stores like Target and Old Navy and Nordstrom and office supply stores. So instead of me applying to each of those stores, I apply to ShopStyle and they let me have all of those links. So I can pull from almost anywhere. That's really Mm -hmm. cool. And so how does it work? So then... You sign up at these sites or with Amazon, I guess you apply, and then they give you affiliate links for every single deal or product? Yes. So I can go on the Amazon website. Um, Basically, I like to share what I personally like. Mm -hmm. So if I have a cute outfit on, I will go to the website, Amazon, or wherever I bought the outfit and find the items I got. I'll take a picture of myself and I will post it with the links to to the store I got it at. And then once you click my link, 
I get commission on anything that you buy after clicking the link. It doesn't matter if you buy what's on the link or not. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I didn't realize that. And so has it become pretty substantial, you know, as far as the commissions that you make? Or does it kind of depend season to season? How does that? It depends season to season. Um, I think a lot of us are kind of struggling with Amazon. They started off at... I think 4%. It's really not what people think. They started at 4%. And during the COVID season, because everybody was shopping on Amazon, they lowered us down to 1%. Oh my gosh. So I sell a lot of $5 mascara. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> you're like, this is great. 1%. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I do make, I do make decent money because I have 45,000 people in there. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not one of those get rich quick kind of things. Like I, I told myself it takes two years to build a business. And luckily I'm someone who I've been a stay at home mom forever. And we weren't, um, we weren't counting on my income. So I was able to spend that two years paying for a website, hiring assistants, um, doing stuff and not really getting very much of an income doing giveaways. I poured most of what I made for almost two years back into it. So now I'm finally making a decent amount of money to make it helpful for my family and worth our time. But I really do pour just like you would opening up a brick and mortar store. You don't make money for the first couple of years. Right. Yeah, no, and it's smart to reinvest, you know, what you do get back into it for sure. So um, has, so speaking of COVID-19, um, it's not going anywhere anytime soon, it seems like. So how has it impacted your business and how, you know, are there ways that you've shifted how you operate to accommodate this time? Definitely. So, oh, we have... We have three essential workers in my house. So oh my goodness. <laughs> so yeah, so life is a little bit crazy. Mm-hmm. There's my pups. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> no worries. Oh, them. Okay. Yeah, no, but it's not a big deal. Okay. So we have three essential workers in my family. Life is a little bit crazy. And I'm I work this, I don't think I told you, I work a good 16 hour days. Like I start on my phone before I get out of bed. And I'm on my phone watching TV with my husband at night. Oh, wow. Seven days a week. So I'm learning to take a step back a little bit more and count on help. But um, I think with COVID, I've forced myself to slow down and let my assistants do more and me to take a little break. Um, There's definitely more online shopping going on. You would think it'd be like this huge business boom because everyone's shopping from home. Um, but at the beginning it was, I totally changed what I was promoting. I went from cute clothes to promoting paper towels Mm. and it would hurt my heart. I would post paper towels and not even a minute later, everyone's responding sold out. Wow. Sold out. And so I went from cute clothes to paper towels, toilet paper, hand sanitizer and disinfecting wipes. I started posting masks. I mean, things I never thought in a fun fashion group I would post. And because people are horrible and they take advantage of each other, Facebook doesn't allow you to post those things anymore. 
Oh, I, goodness. I didn't get the warning until Facebook warned me for doing it. And um, that's part of why I'm struggling right now is um, they kind of punish you for 90 days. If you break a rule and you get busted, you get punished. Um, so I, yeah, <laughs> sorry, I got distracted. Um, so that's what's going on is I have people are seeing my posts less and I have to do engagement giveaways more just so people can see me because I posted hand sanitizer. Like, oh my gosh. How crazy is that? And I posted right. it on sale. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm trying to help people get, get access to the stuff they need. Yeah. I'm trying to help people. Um, and I got punished for it. So it's really just a bizarre, bizarre time. Right now we're back to being able to post clothes and cute things. I think a lot of the panic stopped for a while. But now with a lot of kids not going back to school, I think people are starting to panic again because essential items are starting to sell out again. So it's kind of up and down. It, but I try to keep it light. We've had people come in and say like, this is the only group I come to right now. It's a happy place. And so I try to give extra effort just to make random posts to make people laugh or to chat or to have a safe space. Okay. Yeah. I was going to ask you, is it all posts on deals or do you do that? Do you post other things? Um, sprinkled with throughout. So I yeah. Think so my, my target audience, like my niche, niche, niche down audience is um, my ideal customer is 35. She's a mom of three or four and she's a stay at home. She's just like me, but younger. Um, so that's, I'm posting geared toward her. Of course we have people who are 18 and I have, I think there's someone's over 70 in the group. But when I'm posting, I'm thinking of my 35-year-old ideal customer and try to make posts that she wants, that she would share. The group is private, but we do have a public page. So I'll make something on the public page. I think I made a post about um, no matter what your choice is for back to school, whether you send your kids, do a private, um, do hybrid or homeschool, good job, mom. That was a hard, hard decision. Something like that. Yeah, I saw that. I like um, that. Yeah. And I post it on the public page so people can share it. And then I share it into the group. So it engages it engages my ideal customer. It gives them something to feel good about, something to remind each other about like we're all in this together. But it also is something that they can share even though we're a private group. And then for those, I don't know if you want me to go into this. Yeah, please. When you have something on your private or on your public page that someone likes that doesn't like your page, you can then invite them to like your page. Mm -hmm. Then when you go into your group and you're signed in as your page, instead of you as a person, you can click invite and it'll give you a small list of those who liked your public page and you can invite them to join the group. Okay, so I cool. just learned that and I'm so excited to share. I learned that like last week. I love it. So I've been trying to post really good relatable things on the public page to help our group grow and to help people know like they're not alone making these hard decisions. Yeah, no, that's smart. And when you post, I know you were saying when you post your fun fashion stuff, you kind of think of things that you like. So is there a certain aesthetic or you know is it more kind of um 
bargain or is it some designer thrown in there or what do you, what's your kind of combo? So I am kind of just like everyday clothes is my favorite. That is my Mm go-to. I'm someone who I've been tiny my whole life and I've gained weight after having health problems and I'm getting used to this body and trying to find out what fits me, what looks cute. I'm more of a jeans and a t-shirt kind of girl. Um, I love some yoga pants. So that's pretty much what I share the most. And of course we show, we share dresses, we share, um, um, formal dresses, we share everything. And it's really helpful is when some of the girls buy stuff in the group, they'll make their own post with their own Mm -hmm. pictures. Mm -hmm. So you can see people of different sizes. It's not just me. And if people find something they like, like they know us well enough to be like, Erica, here's the link. I'm going to send a picture. Let's go. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. So we do get a wide range, but I do try to do my ideal customer, like I said, is me not too long ago. So right now I'm going to be stuck homeschooling, stuck or gifted to homeschool, who knows. Right. Uh, and we're looking for desks and school supplies. So that's what I'll be focusing on next is here's all the stuff we need to do for those of us who have kids at home. Got it. And so you mentioned, you know, discovering how you can invite people who like stuff on your public page, you know, into the private group. Are there any other tools or processes that have been a game changer in your business? Getting help, getting help. Um, I know we both know each other from Jasmine Star, but I mm-hmm. am a huge lover of Shalene Johnson. I don't know. If oh you yeah. Her. Good. Mm-hmm. And she has a whole program on how to hire virtual assistants. And I have five virtual assistants. Oh, wow. Good for you. Yes. So, yeah. So, see how I'm not making any money? (laughs) Uh, (laughs) No, I have five virtual assistants. They're actually from the Philippines. And so, I can afford to pay them um, a wage that's actually really good for them. Like, one of my women, she has an autistic son, autism's not really accepted in the Philippines. I paid for her son to go to special school. Um, And she's been able to buy a washing machine. They were washing in a bowl. So like her having income from me completely has changed her life. She completely changed my life. Um, And at this moment, I can't afford American assistance. Yeah. So what a beautiful thing that you've started, though, because you've positively impacted these women, you know, giving them an opportunities that they might not otherwise have had. And they've they've enriched your life, but then they've also turned around, you know, with the income that they're getting from you to enrich their own lives and move forward. That's pretty beautiful. They are amazing, amazing women like one of them the other day, she said she had to go to the orthodontist and they usually pay someone like in a Jeep to give them a ride. But usually it's a full Jeep. And she said it was completely empty and it's usually a dollar each way. She gave the guy $10 each way. She could afford $10 each way. And she said both people that she gave the money to ended up crying Mm. because they were just like, that's a day's wage for those drivers sometimes. Um, and it's all because the women in our group, 
It's because people shopped, they found things they liked. I couldn't do it all, so I had to get help. And these women who are helping can now spread it to other people. It's just like it touches me. Like that's why I work so hard. Oh my goodness. It's like, and when you started it started this going, like I'm sure this was not, you know, this was not on your radar, you know, and you're like, oh my gosh, look at what this has snowballed into. I'm like, I just want to have something to do while no kids are home. Yeah. I want to find myself and I like to shop. Let's figure out how to make that into a business. Oh my gosh. And that's just, it gives me chills and you're just completely (laughs) just impacting the world in such an amazing way. Gosh, I mean, for these women across the world, that's crazy. I do Um, say too, real quick, because I, it looks like this awesome, successful business in two years. I have, this is probably like my sixth business. So Mm -hmm. for anybody listening who's tried and failed a million times, like I have failed so hard so many times. I sign up for anything. If you sell it, I like it. I'm going to sign up for a business account so I can get a discount. Mm-hmm. And I failed a lot. Um, I've actually like helped someone lose 50 pounds. She became this huge business. Well, I put her on my wrong leg and she made a ton of money and I didn't. So I am totally a business fail over and over and over and over. And so I hope people hearing this podcast, if they have failed so many times, I don't want them to think that I just like, oh, in two years, we got 45,000 people and we're just so awesome. No. <laughs> There's a whole like under the water iceberg of failure. Yeah, I thank you for sharing that because I think a lot of people do, they, you know, start com- the comparison game and it's like, oh my gosh, how did she do it? I can't, I can't do it, you know, so um, definitely thanks for being transparent with that. And, you know, cause it, I, that's the thing with so many entrepreneurs, it's like, they want to go and try this business or that business. And then if some of them don't even try it all because they get overwhelmed from the beginning and they're like, I don't, who am I to do it? And I don't know where to start. So just, you know, forget it. Someone else does it better than me anyway, whatever, you know? And then, and then there's the, the others who do give it a go and then they run into obstacles and they're like, see, I knew this wasn't right for me. Just never mind, you know? So I'm grateful that you mentioned that. Yeah. Um, Cause that's huge. Uh, and so your platform is social media. So it's primarily Facebook, but do you also build your email list? So yes, so I have Facebook, I have an Instagram that I'm working on, and I am building my email list. We're using Flowdesk. Do you use Flowdesk? I don't, but I've heard really good things about it. I am falling in love with Flowdesk right now. Um, Also, that's one of the things that I have an assistant helping me with. Um, I can give her the words and the pictures, and she can figure out how to put it on there for me. Um, but I love my girls. And sometimes when I do a giveaway, especially this one, that's the $500 one. It is, you have to like the public page. You have to be on my email list and you have to like my Instagram account. So I do. And also when you're on my email list and I have a giveaway, I tell my email list first and I tell them to comment and mention the email list in their comment for extra entries. Mm. So I try to pimp out that email list as much as I can. Well, it's so smart because as you were mentioning earlier, like you cannot control the algorithm on Facebook, Instagram, you know, I mean, that stuff changes. And uh, most of the times not in the 
favor of the business. So, uh, you know, it's, I always say, and I harp on this in almost every episode, but I just think it's so important. It's like, it is, it's like, you know, social media is like rented land. Like you don't own it. You don't own your followers, you know? And so, but you do own your email list. And so I think that's so smart of you to do that. So you're not completely dependent on social. Sorry, go ahead. Yes. No, I remind my group all the time. Like, I'm like, Facebook threatened to shut me down if I continue to post masks. Make sure you give me your email so if we pop up somewhere, I can let you know where to find us. Mm-hmm. I also have it when you join the group, it asks for your email. So I don't force them to put it, but if they put it, I throw them in my email list. And then randomly in the group, I remind people that we have an email list for those who didn't join or joined before I did one. Yeah. Okay. So smart. Now I want to ask that because everybody has their different um, ways, you know, to grow their email list. So I always like to hear hear that. So thanks for sharing that. And those are some pretty um, innovative, out of the box ways that I'm sure a lot of people haven't you. You know, thought of. Mm-hmm. And so, as I mentioned before, there's you know our audience is mostly entrepreneurs. And so, do you have any kind of key learnings or insights for others wanting to go? out on their own, like things that you're like, okay, just learned that one (laughs) that you want to share. Let's see. Um, The page like was a big one, but just to find something that you really love and find a way to make it a business. So I, all my previous businesses, I'm like, Ooh, this person makes $4,000 a month selling candles. I'm going to sell candles and do in-home parties. I started shaking doing an income party. I'm terrified of people staring at me in real life. It was not me. And so I've tried so many things. Oh, here's a weight loss program that I really don't want to work out. Um, So finding something that you truly love that you may not know is a business and figuring out how to make it a business. Like I never thought I would take shopping and somehow make money off of my liking to shop. And the comparison is horrible. Um, I see people on Instagram who have 300,000 plus followers and, oh, some days it kind of gets to me. Some days I'm like, oh, that's tough. And then I look and they have like thousands of posts. I've only done like 100 posts. Mm -hmm. So we have to remind ourselves when we compare that like, if you're comparing yourself to someone, they've probably been doing it a lot longer than you. And that's one I still struggle with, but I think it's super important. Yeah, it's so true. And it's like, you know, I do that too. Like I look at someone whose business is is a lot larger than ours is yet. And I'm like, oh, they've been doing it for 10 years. You know, (laughs) like we recently formed our LLC, you know, so we're at two totally different um, areas. So yeah, I know that is really, really important to remember. And are there kind of like daily routines that you have incorporated that help your business or personal success? Like some people work out or meditate or have a gratitude journal. Is there anything that you've kind of like added into your day? So I have done is I became a workaholic, um, complete opposite of what I've done my whole life. Mm-hmm. And so my important things that I do now is my kids have a to-do list that they have to do every day before electronics. And one is spend time with mom. Mm. So we have, I have one-on-one time with both of my little ones every day. 
So for me, that is, that's like what centers me and grounds me. And they kind of pick the time, like, hey, mom, it's time to, my 12 year old and I do a puzzle together. He's like, it's puzzle time. And I pretty much drop what I'm doing. So he sees that he's valued and I do the puzzle and my work can wait. And such a good idea. (laughs) That has like been, I think, a game changer on my soul. Yeah, that's really huge. And especially as they get older, I mean, especially as a 12 year old, you know, because he's getting to that point where it's like his friends and other things are going to become more of a priority. So I love that you're like, no, there's time with mom and that's daily. And that's a checklist before you get to do your electronics. And I think it's like, it's just hard for me as well. Like I will, if I start working, I can sit here and work and like right now I'm not even dressed. I'm still in my pajamas. Mm-hmm. Um, my hair's in a bun. I haven't showered. I randomly put perfume on for you. even though It's just like, <laughs> it smells <awful>. great. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so I can get so soaked up and people say like, once you find the thing that you love, you'll never work a day in your life. That's bull. You will work your butt off all day, every day, and you have to find a way to, I don't even call it balance because I'm so not balanced, but you have to like make an effort to do the family time, to put your phone down. It sounds so simple, but to be honest, it's really hard. Mm, Yeah. And I I think for most entrepreneurs, that's a, a challenge because it's like you're not working a nine to five, right? And the livelihood of your business falls on your shoulders. And so you're constantly, you know, if you're not working, you're thinking about work or like how to solve this fire drill or how to innovate this or, you know, and so you do, you have to be very intentional of your time and how you you use it. So, um, so that's and great. It's, and it gets addicting. It gets addicting, especially when you're grown, like from 40 to 45,000, it's like, oh, you know, and people comment and they like me and they expect me to respond. And it's become, you know, getting that, getting those comments, it's kind of like this whole addiction almost. Mm -hmm. And having to make that conscious effort to just put it away is really hard. Yeah, no, I totally get that. And so... Like you said, you've grown from a group that started with 40 women and now it's over 45,000 and you have this team of VAs that, you know, are dependent really upon you for their livelihood as well. What are your goals and vision for your business moving forward? Um, let's see. My goals are to hand more off and to work less. Mm-hmm. Um, but I kind of make goals for my girls. Um, there's goals of what I want to be able to pay them. So instead of just doing pretty nice, I want them to be able to buy homes with, um, and nicer things. And to be like, I, my goals are kind of for them. Mm-hmm. Um, I have, my husband works really well. He supports our family of six. Um, I would love to take my family to Europe, but I think I'm driven by knowing that our group can change these women's lives. That's what gets me going is knowing that like I can actually have a real effect on someone as opposed to let's go to Hawaii. Um, That doesn't really drive me. So helping people um, 
is really what gets me going. Yeah, so. and then your whole thing of like stepping back a little bit too. Yes, yeah. um, that's a big deal. And if you're kind of allowing these women to step up to the plate, right, and grow um, in their roles and in their experience, that's only going to help them progress, right? And it's also going to give you time to either spend more time with your family and or focus on the aspects of the business that need you in particular, and that can like move the dial quicker on your, on your business as well. Yeah. So where can people find you online? So you can find me on Instagram at love.ericamarie. It's just a little period for the dot. Um, on Facebook, it is the public page is just Erica Marie. And the private group is women only. And that is Erica's Steals and Finds. Awesome. And so we ask a kind of a fun question at the end of each episode. Um, as I told you before we started recording, my husband's a musician and we're just music lovers over here. So we always ask if there was one music artist you could listen to for the rest of your life, who would it be? Ooh, shoot. I know. <laughs> um, I'm like, well, I'm like, it's, it's between queen and offspring. <laughs> Those are very different. <laughs> Bohemian Rhapsody is my absolute favorite song, yeah, but good. offspring can do no wrong. And I've never seen them live yet. And every single song they have, I love. Like I love everything they can put they put out. So they're super catchy. We're gonna go with offspring. All right. That's <laughs> Thank so funny. You. How about you? Gosh, for me, um, I love the Beastie Boys. Oh um, they're so good. <laughs> they're so good. And um there's a band Fugazi. They're kind of more indie punk or whatever but um but those two are my top fave but I guess I would probably I'll go with the Beastie Boys for sure since you're a Beastie Boys lover I'm gonna have to check out Fugazi because yeah, yeah. oh have you seen them live yes amazing yes so good <laughs> yeah so and we, my kids didn't get to see them live oh uh, I know so we did and then also um I think it was last summer-ish um was it two summers ago uh when they put out the Beastie Boys book and um, Mike D and Adrock went on a book tour. Um, we flew to LA just for, we were literally in LA for, I don't know, the under 30 hours, I want to say. Like we like, because it's hard for us to get away with kids, you know? So um, we got tickets to their book tour in LA and like we flew a super late flight. And then we got in our hotel. We woke up the next morning, had some breakfast and lunch and went to their book tour and then like flew home. <laughs> oh my gosh, that is so cool. But it was worth it. <laughs> so I love That's them so much. So cool. They are. They are amazing. <laughs> They're so good. Um, but thank you for your time. This has been such a fun discussion. And I know that people are going to learn incredible insight from stuff that you shared. Thank you so much for having me. I was so nervous and you totally like put me at ease. Oh, I'm so glad. Yeah. I was like, it's like a chat with a friend. <laughs> It'll be fine. <laughs> it's like we're having coffee. <laughs> uh, so thanks everybody for tuning in to the Small Business Big Mindset Podcast. If you haven't already, head on over to musclecreative.com and click subscribe to join our email list for our weekly updates. And if you've enjoyed this podcast episode, check us out on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite service to follow us and give us a review. As always, be authentic, bring an insane amount of value and keep crushing it.